You're listening to the Boss of Your Brand podcast for entrepreneurs who are looking to elevate their brand both on and offline. I'm your host, Jessica Alex of Jessica Alex Marketing. Hello and welcome to another edition of Boss of Your Brand podcast. I'm, of course, your host, Jessica Alex of Jessica Alex Marketing, and I'm so excited to bring another episode. Now, for today, we're talking about building relationships. Now, having relationships and having strong, healthy, genuine, authentic relationships are pivotal to having a successful business. Simply put, you need people in order to be able to have a business. So whether it's the people that you connect with online as your followers or people that you connect with who are your customers or past customers, and even how you work with people that you may have previously perceived as competitors. And not only competitors, but people in the broader community. So they may not be necessarily your followers and they may not necessarily be your customers, but they are still in your community based off of the type of business and type of industry that you're in. So it's finding ways to collaborate, in other words. So we're going to break that down today. And I like to give my episodes and make them a little bit bite-sized for you when I'm giving these type of tips. So definitely we can go further into this at another point. But for today, we're going to get into these three different types of relationships that I want you to start building to help boss up your brand. First and foremost, let's start with the customers, right? I mentioned before that you need people to have a business, right? Now you really need to have customers in order to have a business. So whether you're service-based or product-based, if you don't have customers, you don't have clients, then you're not really having a business, right? It's more of a hobby, if anything. So in having these relationships, yes, of course, part of it is the service and the delivery on the service. So giving them whatever it is that they paid for. That's very important. But another part of it is the actual interaction that you're having with those customers. And of course, there's the customer service aspect, which is how you communicate with them. What's your response times to any inquiries that they have? So those are all very important. But in terms of online, so having online relationships with your customers and using content marketing to enhance and grow those relationships with your customers. We're talking about being able to provide them with value even after they've made the purchase. So one of the ways that you can do that is of course with how you communicate with them through, for example, social media. So if you are in a type of business, for example, service-based business, Let's say, for example, you're a coach and they're following you and they're commenting on your post. Interact with them, of course, in that way, having conversations with them in your direct messages, but also cheering them on as well. Especially, again, the example of you being a coach, you'd want to follow them as well and congratulate them or comment on their post and follow their success as well. So be their cheerleader as they are your cheerleader. So that's one way to help boost that relationship. Another way to show and grow that relationship through online would be, for example, by putting their information on your page. So when I say that, it could be, of course, a testimonial, but maybe you want to do a feature on them and their business. That's another way that you can help grow your relationship with them. And then another way outside of social media is really by, for example, having newsletters that are customized specifically for your existing client base that they get exclusive offers, for example. So before you release anything to the public, they're the ones that know about these updates first 
that could be a way to help with building that relationship and helping them to feel special and unique, giving them special codes, special offers, right? Like you're rewarding them for their loyalty, right? Those are some of the ways that you can build that kind of relationship through online methods with your existing customers and client base. Now let's talk about your followers, right? So yes, your followers could be people who are complete strangers or they could be your customers as well. But for this aspect, we're going to focus on the followers who are not your clients yet. Similarly with your customers, when they're commenting on your posts and they're engaging with your posts, make sure that you're responding to them, right? Make sure that you're communicating with them and engaging with them as well. Something that I did, which you may or may not want to do, depends on for your, what works for you. But one thing that I did was whenever I had lives, once I got off, I would see a list of the people who were participating in that live. Now, Instagram did change things a little bit where you might not be able to see the full list, but I try to keep a mental note while I'm doing the live of everybody who joins. So I try to, first of all, while I'm live, welcome them when they join live and thank them when I'm live. And then I try to make a mental note of who joined in and I'll actually send them a DM after thanking them individually for joining. Right now, of course, if you have like hundreds of people that might be harder to do, but one thing you can do, let's say you have your regulars, right? So your followers who consistently show up and watch your lives and you see them and you notice them, those are the ones that maybe you can out of the hundreds that are tuning in, maybe those are the ones that you can reach out to separately and individually and thank them. And speaking of thanking them, I think that's another great way, just in general, right? When you're doing, let's say a post or a video like on IGTV, right? Take those little moments, or if you're doing a live, is another example, take those little moments and thank your followers because they are not to be looked at as just a number. Don't look at them as a commodity. They are individual people who made the decision to follow you. It was a choice to follow you. So just being thankful and grateful that they're, you know, engaging with your content, that they're following you, that they're interested in what you have to offer. Like, I feel like it's an important part to not lose sight of that and just, again, show that little bit of gratitude and thanks for them connecting with you. Also, engaging with their content. So not everybody that follows you, you're going to necessarily follow them back. But for the ones that maybe their content does speak to you and you felt like, you know what, I want to give them a follow, engage with their content as well, right? They're liking your post. Check out their post. Check out their lives. Check out their stories and engage with them as well. Send them a DM and just say, hey, there are people that have become prospects from just me communicating and I didn't do I didn't communicate with them because I was expecting something back it was just genuine like hey how are you you know nice to meet you I'm just introduced myself like I'm Jessica Alex you know I love your content things like that and it came from a genuine place and just by them seeing my content consistently but then also by the connections that I've made with them individually that helped them to really look at my brand in a different light and be like you know what I'm actually interested in working with you and again when I reached out to them, it was done in a genuine manner. It wasn't like, so if they didn't, if they weren't interested in my services, it wouldn't stop me from communicating with them. So that's another way, again, that you can build these relationships. And then also the same 
way how you can have exclusive offers for your clients through, for example, a newsletter. You can have certain exclusives or challenges, for example, that you have for your specific audience, depending on what platform it is that you're using, right? So they kind of get first dibs on certain programs or product or features or sneak peeks. These are kind of things that you can give them the heads up on before you launch something, for example, right? So these are another way to kind of make your audience feel special or unique with certain things that you're releasing. And again, you can tell this depending on what platform it is that you're using to connect with that audience, right? So for example, let's say if it was Facebook, you might have a Facebook group, right? And if this Facebook group is private, then in that Facebook group, again, they might not all be your clients, but they are people who are like a segment of your following that can get exclusives on certain things that you are releasing and so forth. Now, the other thing that I want to talk about are people who are outside of your following and of your client base. So with that being said, they can be people who are in an industry that you're interested in. So let's say, for example, you like to work with people who are, again, to bring up the example, let's say they're coaches. So you can actually look for coaches to connect with by liking their posts, by commenting on their posts, and then by sending them direct messages. And in doing this, again, this is not about like a sales pitch to them. This is about just having genuine connections. Like your content really spoke to me. I like what it is that you said about such and such a topic. And, you know, just go from there. Just having, again, that positive and that authentic, genuine conversation with them and build relationships that way. If you're someone that typically works with coaches, yes, potentially it could turn into a business relationship, but also there's other ways that they could collaborate with you, even if they're not your client or going to become your client. You can build relationships with them in other ways, right? Whether it's you become followers of each other or you share each other's content, it could be through you featuring them on your platform, for example, as a guest on your live. It could be that they are a guest contributor for your blog because they can be talking about certain topics that relate to your industry, that kind of thing. So there's other ways to build relationships other than them potentially becoming a client. Now, another part of that segment are people who maybe are not just in a field that you're interested in, but they are maybe doing something very similar or offering similar services as you are. So let's say if you're in social media marketing and then there is another marketer, right? So some people might be like, oh, well, I don't want to collaborate with them because we're both in marketing. But maybe there are certain aspects of their services and their expertise that varies from what you offer. And there's actually still a way for you to collaborate. So for myself, I've had people come on my IG lives, my Instagram lives, as well as on my podcast who are also marketers, but they offer a different type of marketing than what I offer. And I never really looked at it like, oh, you're in marketing, so I can't have you come on my platform. No, I'm all about embracing everyone. I want to highlight various female entrepreneurs and what they've accomplished and what their knowledge is, regardless of the industry, right? So even if they're in the same industry as me, I don't find that to be problematic. I have certain insights and sometimes we might have the same service or certain things might overlap or we have certain knowledge that overlaps with each other, but that's okay. Like we can feed off of each other. It's not necessarily about always being like a competition, so to speak. So 
I've been able to, again, connect with people. And for example, on my previous episode, I had Shanice on my episode. So she does branding, right? That's her main thing. But she also does social media marketing, right? She has insights on colors, picking colors for your brand. So do I. But we were able to work together and collaborate several times, right? I never looked at it like, I can't work with you because we're in a similar industry or we're in the, we have a similar set of expertise. And it's actually worked favorably for the both of us, right? They've been exposed to my audience and vice versa. I've been exposed to her audience. And it's just connecting with other people who have certain similarities to you. It actually is a good thing too for you as well because you can help grow your knowledge and they can help grow their knowledge because maybe there's something that you didn't know before speaking with them and vice versa. And then also being able to connect with them like a businesswoman to businesswoman as well. There's definitely benefits in collaborating. Don't sleep on collaborations. Of course, you want to be smart about it in terms of the vibe has to be there. If you want to collaborate with someone but it just doesn't feel right then I'm not advising you to necessarily force it but if you do meet someone who's in a similar industry or field or has certain similar expertise that you do and you feel a good vibe with them and there is um, alignment between your brands why not have a some type of collaboration they could do a guest contribution for your blog they can be a guest on your Instagram lives like there's so many ways to connect so definitely don't sleep on collaborations. I want to reiterate that 100%. So that's just a little bit about a few ways that you can create and build relationships online. So again, with your customers, with your followers, and with people who are in communities that are in the same realm of expertise or interest that you have in regards to your brand. So I hope this helped you in looking at other ways that you can build relationships. And thankfully with the internet, we are able to connect with people all across the globe. There's no boundaries in terms of geographic locations. So definitely reach out to people, connect with them, respond when people comment or when they send you direct messages and of course these are serious ones because I don't know about you but we do I do get some spam but you can you know figure out who's who and don't be afraid to to reach out to people don't be afraid to build those relationships remember at the heart of it it's about being authentic and being genuine that's going to take you a lot further than anything else okay so thank you for joining again for another episode of boss up your brand I hope that you were able to gather some information, some knowledge on this episode, and I look forward to bringing you a new episode next week. So until next time, I'm of course your host, Jessica Alex. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Boss Up Your Brand podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find my podcast. And don't forget to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think will love it. Until next time, stay bossy.